0: We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. Hi, I'm Lucy, wedding photographer.
1: And hi, I'm Eddie, wedding videographer.
0: And this is Unveiled, your little black book of weddings. Let's get you guys hitched. Hey, Eddie.
1: Hey, Lucy, back with another episode. It's a little
0: bonus, Snippet. Yeah, we that's it. We thought we'd add in because we're assholes and didn't release an episode last week. Well, Sorry Well, no, about we that.
1: recorded this and then uh, we listened to it back and we're like, this is shit. Let's uh, We need to abort <laughs> and do it again next week when we've got a fresh brain.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's a nicer that's, way to put it, I well okay. that, <laughs> That's It's a very that's honest what way to put it. Yeah, it is what happened.
1: So we've got uh, something I wish I knew before my wedding day. So Luce went out to the listeners via our socials, I think, and asked everyone that follows what do you wish you knew before your wedding day and we got some pretty funny plus useful
0: yeah but we also came feedback. up with a whole lot majority oh, yeah. Yeah. so i'll mention the ones that our listeners wrote through at the end but these are the ones that we came up with so agree or disagree totally up to you but just advice from us yes
1: and we do actually disagree on quite a few yeah so you'll <laughs> hear <laughs> about that so there's, there's no dramas with that so yeah. let, let's roll into it First on the list, we've got not all photographers know how to shoot weddings.
0: Mm. We've heard about this firsthand.
1: Yes. Yeah, we've had one of our friends
0: uh, say several times that she hates her photos. Yes. Basically, they didn't have a wedding photographer shoot their wedding. And just an FYI, I don't care how good your photographer friend is, shooting weddings is such a different ball game. So if yes. they're an interiors photographer, I'm sure they're amazing at their job. They can't shoot a wedding.
1: Yeah, and it's it's got a lot to do with not only the aesthetic how you shoot, but also how wedding day runs. I think that's the main
0: thing. You got to run to it. I think it's the way it runs. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. And you also, (laughs) yeah, you need to be someone who's also very confident in making really really quick decisions. Kind of loud, although you're not very loud. So well, funny story
1: very first wedding that I shot which was for free I actually missed the whole bridal portrait shoot because I just had no idea what I was doing
0: there you go everybody don't book Eddie and anyway
1: it was that it was a good good intro into weddings it was our, it was a friend of a friend's wedding and anyway, thank god anyway that was a long time ago and moving on we've got number two here we've got try your suit on before your wedding day now this is a funny story the Again, we've, I've, I've had a wedding a few years ago and all the groomsmen are, you know, getting their kit on the the morning of the wedding and longs behold, the, one of the suits, I mean, what did behold? I say? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> my, I think it's my, yeah, my Lo and behold, okay, gotcha, I gotcha. Think. My English is not good. <laughs> anyway, they were shine their suit on, you know, the morning of the wedding and one of the suit jackets is completely the wrong colour. So they had to improv and I think the groomsmen all decided to ditch their jackets and the groom just wore his. But yeah, long story short, you need to try your kid on, not only for alterations, but just to make sure it's the Colors. right colour and you've got it all and, and all the pieces are there. Yeah, before the before the morning of the wedding to save save the stress. And it's probably the same with the with the bridesmaids and, and the bride, right?
0: Yep. Yeah, right, cross your T's and dot your eyes. Third one, you're not obliged to pay in full for your bridal party's outfits. No, no, no. No, 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 you're not. Um, I mean, circumstantial, but what we did was uh, I allowed my – sorry, I shouldn't say allowed because that just sounds like, I don't know, kind yeah. of strict and weird – but I said to my bridal party, you guys can go and pick a dress from this collection and please make it this colour. So I knew that the, they were all going to get a dress that they'd most likely wear again. Um, and with that meant that I felt comfortable saying I'll pay half if you're happy to pay the other half. Yeah. And then, there, uh, the, you know, it's theirs to – Do with what they want to after the wedding. Yeah, and I did exactly the same. And it's not going to break our bank more than what the wedding was already breaking, the bank.
1: (laughs) 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 And I did exactly the same with the boys. Yeah,
0: and it gets to crazy amounts too when you have a big bridal party. It's just not feasible. Yeah. So, don't feel like you have to fork it all out. Yeah. All venues have curfews. Yes. Do not forget.
1: Yeah, it's probably Um, the... It's very It's a, sad. It's a killer. It's a, yeah, yeah, because it's a lot, really of, a lot of the curfews are about eleven p.m. Mm, so that's, that's why we're big, big advocates that you will often hear us say on this podcast <laughs> that get the formalities done quickly, so you're on the dance floor with you know maximizing good that time. amount of time ready to party afterwards.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Gifts to your partner are not mandatory. No, I really like this one because quite often when I'm shooting prep. And I say to one of the partners, do you have any gifts or cards or special items that need to be photographed? And I sometimes get a little bit of a, oh, no, we haven't done that. I'm like, it's cool, completely fine. I just want to make sure if it, if you do, it gets photographed. But you don't have to. Your no. presence and the wedding day is way more than enough.
1: Yes, you've just forked out a shitload of money yeah. to pay for a wedding. You do not need to give each other
0: gifts. Stylists and wedding coordinators aren't the same thing unless, unless they specify that they can do it all.
1: Yeah, I was yeah, I got I always got a bit confused about this before we actually interviewed a stylist and a wedding coordinator, didn't we? But yeah, stylist very much makes Styles. everything look pretty and does all the aesthetic stuff <laughs> and uh, and coordinators very much logistics on the day making stuff goes to plan and yeah. yeah but
0: say for instance companies that we know of just off the top of our heads honey lane little lane events they both do yeah. styling and coordination yeah. but i know that you can hire them for separate jobs or yeah. both yeah so well it's probably just not, an a, not a
1: bad idea to get someone that does both right because the more vendors you get the mm, more the more it just price depends you're on your budget pay. yeah you know what i'm saying yeah sure
0: bridal designers have rush fees if you fall within a certain time frame yes and this one I think would take a lot of people by surprise because I think you just assume once you start looking it's going to be fine but if you're within I'm not positive as to what the time frame is but I'm 99% sure that if you're within six months you often can pay a rush fee, especially obviously if you're going custom or having major major alterations done to the gown that you've picked. So just keep that in mind. Uh, yeah, it's probably best to start looking prior to that six month mark. I didn't know that; it got a big slap in the face when Man, I that's worked that cr- out.
1: Crazy to think that. I mean, well,
0: it's, it's it is, but it isn't. It makes sense. So still a long time, six months. But not when you have a million people that you're having to do alterations and stuff yeah. for.
1: Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So next one we've got put a five to seven minute cap on your speeches per person. We, again, massive, massive advocators for this. Okay, And when we say, you know, often we'll, we'll catch up with a couple prior and they say, you know, do you have any tips? And we'll say, you know, just you don't have to screen speeches but just a gentle reminder to each speaker if you can you know make it this kind of duration that would be much appreciated because Lucy and I have both been to a lot of weddings and there you know if, if a few people tend to waffle which people can often do that really just extends that reception and it cuts into the dance floor time and people start getting over a speech if it's if it's going for too long so it might sound a little bit rude on on my behalf but um
0: no, P- putting it a doesn't. Cap on the it's realistic. Is a, is a Good idea. We've, yeah, we've seen weddings go completely pear shaped because people decide to tell one of the couples' life stories mm. from when they were born all the way through up until their wedding day. It's it's not going to hurt anyone's feelings. It's only going to make sure that you guys get the most out of your wedding day.
1: Correct. And dance for. And traditionally at weddings, I mean, you can have as many or as little people speak as you wish but a lot of weddings will have six speakers you know one side of the family each they say uh for instance both the fathers and then you'll have the maid of honor best man and then the bride well, and the groom it's
0: either parent yeah, yeah yeah
1: so but a lot of the time you are having five to six people yep. speak and if each of those people decide to offer then that's a that's a lot of time
0: yeah definitely all
1: right moving on it's better to have more food than not enough. I think oh, you wrote I down this one, Lucy. I deleted that okay. on my page. Yeah, that's an obvious one. We'll just keep keep rolling through. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it um, kind of links into the next thing that we're about yes, to say. which I've got a which very I'll let funny you, story on. You have so many really yeah. funny stories, Ed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Drinks prior to the ceremony aren't always the best idea, especially cocktails. Well, I mean – you. Drinks prior to the ceremony is, is probably your, your own option, but it is nice just to be very present and, you know, you can you can hold on half an hour before before having a drink. Mm. But also the next touch point, which is the cocktails. I mean, I, I do believe that you should wait to serve the cocktails until the reception starts because people just get hammered otherwise. Like it's a long day in the sun and yeah. if you're not having much food, which this one particular bride didn't she and the whole wedding party was smashing cocktails straight after the ceremony and then it got time to do the first dance and I was like what's happening we're way way over time here and then the MC came up to me and said oh no the the bride's passed out inside (laughs) she's she's sleeping in the bed she (laughs) just had too much to drink the wedding was super fun I should say that but yeah I've yeah cocktails before before receptions can You'd kicking yourself slippery, you would be a slippery slippery slope, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely, <laughs> next one is, and this is one that I don't know that you and I agree on is avoid clearing tables during speeches, so this one came to me off a recent wedding that I shot, and like you and I, the couple were just keen to get on the dance floor, keen to get things moving, and I think everything was running on time and I spoke to the MC at one point and he said we're just going to get a regal on with, the, with the, the rest of the speeches and I was like but everyone's still eating and he was like well they're just going to clear while the speeches are on and I was like I wouldn't do that if I were you <laughs> and he was like well that's what the couple wants to do and I was like okay well I still wouldn't do it because you're going to run into people not paying attention, people walking around, in between people and not being able to see the person who's speaking, you're going to be running into knives and forks on plates, clinking of glasses. So Eddie's argument is...
1: Well, first of all, really, this shouldn't be anything that a couple should have to worry about because this is very much on the catering stuff. Okay, so
0: it was something they had to make the call on and they chose to make the call on at this wedding that I was at. Mm. So... Let's use this as an instance because gotcha. these things do happen. Yes, yes. But right?
1: what could have happened is have the speeches and then clear after the speeches. Like that would have been the sensible thing to do. Yeah. I don't understand why you'd have to clear during a speech anyway. I mean I again we're about to have a we're about to have a caterer on next episode so they can tell us exactly <laughs> okay. why. We'll
0: make sure we nut that but one up. Yeah, out.
1: it is especially when you've got those it's popular for some of these destination weddings to have marquees as the reception and they've often got these artificial wooden floorboards that are just super bumpy and loud and if people that are up the back trying to listen to a speech while tables are getting cleared, it's just yeah, it's impossible to hear. So that that is a that is a good tip.
0: So we'll leave that to the caterer to yeah, nut that one we'll, out.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll be debunking a whole bunch of stuff regarding catering in the next episode. So next one we've got... Sign help when it comes to your family photos. So Uncle Bob doesn't miss out. I <laughs> think you wrote right, this one.
0: Yeah, I write well, this everything, is, all of them. <laughs> Which well,
1: is another one we don't agree on. So yes, let's hear your, your point for why you need one of your friends to help with the family photos. Go. Your clock's ticking.
0: <laughs> because I think it takes the pressure off the couple on the day. It means they don't have to worry about really important people missing out on the photos, and it also means that they can get to their guests and their party quicker than what they would be able to if we were all standing there going, have we got everyone? Mm. And then Uncle Bob is over at the bar, which is across the other side of the lawn, and mm. someone then at the family photos goes, okay, I'll go get them, and then you've got two people missing. Yeah, it's, so it's so if you have so- – okay, so you agree. Yes, I agree, so but I just if think you there's have- a different way to do it. Okay. Well, that's my way and it works. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> so another way you could do it is rather than having a guest help wrangle all the family members, you have the couple in all the family photos and then you do one side of the family at a time. So you start with all the extended family on one side. And then once you've taken that shot, then you peel away all the extended family and you've got just grandparents, parents, siblings. Yeah, but you don't have to say names. You can literally just say, all right, all extended and then like all immediate. So you don't have to have some guest, you know. I'm not to help saying you out. that your
0: guest is standing there going, Bob, Jill, Mary, Orange, Kate, right. Simon. I'm not saying that.
1: You're just saying that to help them just make be sure there.
0: that everybody is there because as we know, The family photos happen, well, kind of effective immediately after the ceremony is Mm -hmm. done.
1: Yeah, once everyone sort of congratulates the couple. Yes, correct.
0: But it often means that people run away. Yeah. Yeah. Correct?
1: Yeah. Look, family photos is definitely the most stressful part of the day and (laughs) And (laughs) that is not
0: making anyone's life easier by you saying that so what I'm saying is assign one person from each side of the family to help you wrangle family photos on the day people love jobs on wedding days too if you pick the right person who has a loud voice is in events they love it They'll actually thrive on having a job for the wedding day. It makes people feel special.
1: Okay, <laughs> but, well, yeah, we kind of. I think Lucy wins and, that yeah, argument. Yeah, I do. you're yeah. very convincing. Yeah. All right, next one. We got sound check. Make sure your folks up the back can hear to avoid unnecessary background chatter. So we sort of touched on this before, but again, this should be very much up to the musician or the vent the vendor that is organizing the audio for the day so it's not the couple's so who problem. is
0: that is that the venue or is that the mc or is that the, no it's not the mc but is it the venue or is it the musician
1: a lot of the a lot of venues will have an in-house sound system that's right have the the audio all ready to go because they're hopefully used to conducting speeches but in a lot of the scenarios it's the DJ or or the band they've got a wireless mic or a mic which is can very often be a lot better than the venues
0: see this is the this is what i wanted you to say yeah so there you go but okay. obviously not up to the couple to worry about yeah. but maybe, maybe just the mc yeah but also maybe the coordinator if you've got one but yep. also maybe just a question to ask your venue yeah
1: what are the what are, what are acoustics the like yeah
0: it, that's a really nice way to put it. What are the acoustics like? Mm. Just so that way when the speeches are happening, because how often do you hear the people at the back going, speak louder, yeah. can't hear you. Yeah, And then you get the people at the back not paying attention because they can't hear anything.
1: Yeah. And a lot of the time it is Uncle Bob, like you were saying. <laughs> Damn Uncle <laughs> Bob's <literally> annoying. <laughs> just doesn't have the microphone close enough to his mouth.
0: We have is- some footage. Actually, you have some awesome footage about. A microphone not being close enough. Yeah. We're going to put that on our yeah. stories because it's a cracker video. It's a good
1: one. And I'm not going to be able to do it justice trying to explain what no, happened. you're so not going I'll to. So we will put
0: it We'll put, put it, up. it up. Yeah, we'll put it up.
1: And last but not least, we have.
0: It's a, It's an obvious one, but I feel like a lot of people don't do it. And it's just wear your wedding shoes in. Yeah, well for anyone. Funny, for anyone. Yeah,
1: the, so the wedding that I was had on. Saturday mm. in barrel. Mm. The all the groomsmen were very efficient. They before they put on their socks and shoes, they're all putting on band aids because <laughs> because they were just they were pre-empting, preempting blisters. blisters. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is very yeah, yeah, because none of them had worn their shoes on, but they'd thought about it yeah, yeah, to, yeah. So I mean, to avoid having to do that, and it might be an idea to yeah, just honestly the
0: ask the yeah, just couples just put them on sort of maybe at least twice a week leading up to your wedding and just wear them around the house. Yeah. Yeah, Love cute it. little thing you can do together.
1: All right, so that's it. They're all the ones that we thought of. But, yep. Luce, we've had some funny and interesting ones come in from the listeners. What if, what Let's hit the funny ones first.
0: Well, the funniest one that I think we probably got through was something S- – So, I,
1: put it into context. It was I did something fi- I wish it, this I sentence. knew before my day was – yeah, what so is? it was a
0: finish this sentence. Something I wish I knew by before my wedding day was that I was going to get a divorce. <laughs> so that's bad juju and I just <laughs> – we probably shouldn't have said it but anyway, we've said it and now.
1: Another person said, I wish I knew my husband. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, they said who I was marrying. Oh, right, right, So I wish I knew who I was marrying anyway. Hilarious there most of those people were ve- they're just funny friends of ours in the in the industry but um on a serious note something i wish i knew before my wedding day was taking more opportunities with my partner to take a step back and take it all in we have spoken about that quite a yep. bit so any opportunity you might have on the night whether it's with your photographer just by yourselves just take it and just take a couple of minutes go and have a drink together just yeah. take a s yeah, take a step back and just check it all out. It's pretty amazing. The Insta-worthy weddings are gorgeous, but they're not everything. Absolutely. Mm. It just it kills my heart a little bit, I think, that people, you know, get to a point where they're like, Oh, is my Comparing wedding gonna be enough? And all this stuff, yeah. Your wedding is more than enough and it's going to look amazing regardless of how it looks. So, yeah, don't get caught up in that stuff. Just don't get caught up in Instagram yeah, that's full stop. one
1: of the whole reasons why we started this podcast yeah. is to get yeah, the yeah. headspace of like, you know, comparing your wedding or your wedding has to be a certain way. It's yeah. Very much do whatever you want and um, you just got to get the official part done along the way. But yeah. Weddings can be however you want them to be.
0: Exactly. This one was good. My guest list will change 50,000 times, which also means the seating chart wheel as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of inevitable. Uh, but yeah, I think if you go into it knowing that you have like a somewhat deadline, just keep sort of pushing for people to RSVP and make sure that RSVPs are in by X date so that you know that once you've sent that seating chart off to print, it's not going to do your head in yeah. too many more times. But yeah, it's a bit of a, bit of a tough one. And last but not least Plenty of time in the morning to have more getting ready photos. So I feel like mm. that we'd, there'd be kind of a 50-50 break on this. I think a lot of people are sort of really keen to get those or not so keen. Mm. I mean, I think just making sure that you get some regardless of how that looks. But I know that Eddie and I usually start shooting a couple of hours prior. And if we're doing both preps, we'll start at one and then – go to the other and you never really need more than I don't feel like an yeah,
1: you can an even hour, do 45 yeah, minutes yeah. I guess
0: but it really depends on how much you want so yeah chat to your photographer or videographer about mm. kind of a reference on that and whatever you feel like you want they're a good gauge on what you how long you'll need to get what you want exactly. your, your expectation exactly so right, I think that's kind of the most that we could come up with, or the ones that popped into our heads, but hopefully they can just be a bit of a checklist and something that you keep close by or as a tab open on your on your desktop during your planning.
1: That's it. And like like all things on this podcast, uh, don't awesome take anything opinion. as gospel. It's just <laughs> Lucy and I having a having, having a, rant. a chat. So <laughs> and ho- hopefully it helps. So until <laughs> next week, guys. Thanks, have a good week.
0: guys. Enjoy. Bye.